everybody. Welcome to Dual Screen Audio Game Club. I'm Ethan Gledhill. And we got John Bloodworth here. Oh, hi there. And we got Dalton Sorrell here. Hello. And today <laughs> we're talking about more games in particular. Borderlands 3. Uh, talking about our, our game of the month that we finished. Hell yeah. That I finished. Uh, Hypnospace Outlaw. And then uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about Path of Exile. Just a little bit. but Just a little. We got some gaming news and all, all that type of shit. But uh, how, how are you guys doing today? I'm our- uh, doing doing well. Doing solid. Uh, my, my Actually, you know what? I'm going to be real here. Oh, you're going to be real. Uh, Get my, real with it. I woke up this morning. My neck was killing me. Oh. I just... I, I usually never have neck or back problems, but... Yeah. I was just feeling it for the first time. And nah, I'm like, dude. you know... the. It's setting in. It's con- <laughs> it's constant for me. What the fuck? That's not a new thing for me. This is a dying vessel. Yeah. <laughs> you need to get better poise, dude. dude. This vessel is dying. How do you improve your poise? You have to wear no armor. Take off all your clothes, Jibo. No, I thought poise is like poise you wear is, sturdier armor. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Or, like if you it, wear Havel set, you have like max poise. Put yeah. on Havel set right now, boy. You'll feel better. Yeah, I don't it'll, think it'll straighten me out. <laughs> I thought. What happens if you take off all your armor? Though doesn't it give you like a stat? No, no. You can get staggered very, very easily. I thought it does something in one yeah. of the games, though. Is there no benefit? No. To well, it? I mean, taking off your armor, oh, you, you can, can light roll, roll faster. Yeah. yeah. Is it light rolling? More, yeah, more rolling. Um. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's get naked and light roll, you guys. <laughs> get naked and light roll. I, I that's that's always one of the best things to watch and just like speedrunners of Dark Souls or like people who are just very good at Dark Souls who go through just completely naked. Oh yeah. You know, just a club. Is speedrunning an esport? Is yes. Wait, wait, did, wait. did we bring this up already on the podcast? I don't, I don't, think, I don't we think, have. think we have. <laughs> I'm making a claim right now that speedrunning is an esport because mm fucking races in real life are a sport and speed running is just a race through a video game yeah i'd say i'd say maybe not speed running as a whole but there are i think it's very hard to categorize because i'm not saying speed running is not like on the level of intensity as like playing league of legends like professionally it's very difficult and you compete online for leaderboards yeah but very specific timings and whatnot yeah but i'd say more like the esport variant would be they do have races like they do have it where the two people will play that like or four people will play it at the same time i'd say that's more the esport counterpart to i don't i don't know because there's like you know you could have in in like actual races like records for certain things and i think it's like setting records that's a sport in itself like yeah true you know setting the record for the longest fucking long jump or like the quickest 100 meter dash or some shit like that there's also so many like different subgenres and different types of runs depending on it's you know definitely game wise yeah. like you know some some games have like glitchless runs there's task runs which are com- completely done by computers mm-hmm. and people putting inputs that would uh you know essentially create the perfect run um what you know world record time or what would be the most feasible thing to do and if you think of if you think of uh, speedrunning as a sport, it's kind of interesting to think about like the fact that a lot of the people who do the speedruns are kind of narrating their own speedruns, so they're basically their own announcer. Mm-hmm. Um, they also like I've I've seen ones where they have a buddy who's like narrating all that shit too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but there there are some where they do their own, and I I, I think that's pretty interesting because you get a lot of insight into the the process mm-hmm. that yeah, they go through. There's been some really good. Um, 
I want to. Uh, I think it was I want to be the Bashi speedruns. Oh yeah, that they oh, were yeah. just like uh, just essentially showcasing everything the game had to offer, and like you know, uh, he would like essentially like activate a trap, but then not die, and then just continue forward and like comment about that and just yeah i don't know it was just very entertaining to watch and i think that's probably initial i, I think my that was the first initial speed run that i had watched that just really 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 piqued my interest and then i learned about agdq and sgdq and um yeah pretty much have been watching those since like i don't know 20 2013 yeah when dalton showed me the uh what was it? The Half-Life? Freaking Half-Life. Oh, Half-Life yeah. 2 has like the coolest looking speed run if you play Half-Life. It's like, you play Half-Life 2, you're like, oh, cool. You go, it's moving cutscenes. This is all cool. Half-Life 2 speed run, it's like Tony Hawk underground <laughs> fucking. Yeah. They, they do it's, like a kickflip off what of like you, a. what you think of a speed run. Like people just flying at unbelievable speeds down yeah. uh, like through a, through a map or through a course. So it's gotten so to the it's point. Very good. That taking the vehicles in the game is almost always slower, and so they will just like jump, and they just gain so much speed that they are just like surfing through the levels, and they will jump so far where they have to literally go back to get to a save point. Sometimes it's it's insane. That's that's yeah. It, it's it's very fun to watch. I mean, it, it just creates a really interesting. I don't know effect and, and the way that they have to go through like small requirements of the actual game is 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 very fun. Sometimes they have to like backtrack to them and shit. And watching that stuff on HDQ and such is very very cool because they kind of talk about all the stuff they're doing for people who don't know it. And I mean, I'm not usually aware of a lot of the speedrunning strats, so it's really cool. And it it's also like if you ever wanted to kind of learn how to maybe speed runner just try it have an attempt these are really good ways to kind of help you out and give you a lot of tips cool um but all right uh, you want to you want to move on to our 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 first topic yeah is that do we just want to talk about path of exile real quick yeah we'll talk about it real quick um so if you if you don't know what path of exile is or you haven't heard of it i mean i think a lot of people have heard of it or played it it's it's a free action rpg kind of top down game what systems is it on no it's on every system now is it like, yeah is it sure. on switch oh i think it might be coming to ps4 but it hasn't come out to ps4 oh, no yet. no no it has come out to ps4 it's or the other way around so yeah uh we we look <clears throat> oh, oh right i i looked this up like the other week um mm-hmm. oh uh, yes this is our second time recording this oh, yeah. pa- path of exile um came out initially in like 2013 and then I think it came out on Xbox in like 2017 or maybe 2015 or something. And then only uh, in, I think, March of this year, it came out on PS4. Um, oh. Yeah, so okay, it was cool. pretty new on, on the PS4. I don't think I saw a Switch, uh, a Switch oh, yeah, okay. uh, data on there. No Switch, but uh, it is on, uh, obviously, Windows, Xbox One, PlayStation 4 as of this year. Very mm-hmm. cool. Very, very cool. It's uh, if you've ever played Diablo, it's very much like Diablo. It's, it's a, over it's the head Diablo clone, basically. It's an over the head dungeon crawler. You get to pick uh, one of. I'm not sure how many classes there are. Uh, we we what are the classes in the game? The the Path of Exile classes. They're all kind of not generic, but they're a lot of them are standard. 
Uh, but they have some really cool other ones. Uh, there's seven classes. So there's the Marauder, the Ranger, the Witch, the Duelist, the Shadow, the Templar, and the the Scion. Um, the Scion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> the Scion is apparently some kind of ascendancy class, which oh. we haven't played yet. And there's uh, and there's a bunch of subclasses that you can pick for each class too. So usually, like three subclasses is what I saw yep. for. Jeez, for these so yeah there's a lot of variety it seems like with path of exile this game is very in-depth there's a lot of like details to this game I, that's one thing i really really enjoy it's so amazing as far as like gear goes or how combat is laid out or Whoa. like the the mechanics in the combat or like your maybe your da- like your ability trees or something like that well the, so the yeah. ability tree is insane are we we showed you last time, oh, right? Oh, right. It we looks should so pull it huge. up again because it's cool. I want to look at it. But if you have the free time, anyone listening here, we I really suggest looking this up. It's if you haven't seen it already, it's really massive. Some of these things, and they're very the the kind of choices you pick in it feel really rewarding. You can kind of feel them right away. I feel a lot of the time. Would you agree, Ethan? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. They definitely they have. A, huge talent trees and and yeah i I think every everything that you pick has a good feel to it Uh, i was playing a character i was playing the witch and she had like um a bunch of you know raised dead perks and shit like that and all of your uh like castable abilities or or skills um they're they're all part of like uh they're basically gems that you socket into your gear um and this this game is relatively old but it's it's pretty new to us the shadow one yeah um th- this um this ability tree looking at it at in its entirety it reminds me of um final fantasy 10 uh there was a a system called the sphere grid where everyone every one of your party members would be in the sphere grid but they were like kind of sectioned off in their own area and if you leveled your sphere grid up enough with a character you could branch into another character's um little uh, sphere grid area so you could learn abilities that they would be able to learn as well uh, so that's really cool that's um, really cool yeah and it was it was all interconnected and it was fucking massive um yeah it was it was insane uh i, I love final fantasy big big jrpg fan oh yeah i, I you know mm-hmm. i never I, I haven't really played much final fantasy myself i watch my brother play a lot of it but that's that's you know it it was always i don't know I don't, I'm not a huge turn-based combat person, so, you know, yeah. the older Final Fantasy. I don't like random encounters very much, but I love, love turn-based combat. I, I've played a lot, uh, a few Dragon, uh, Dragon Age, Dragon Quest. Dragon yeah. Quest. Is What's the one with the monkey guy? Monkey guy. The monkey man. He's got the tail, he's a rogue. Uh, a Chrono Trigger? No, for Final Fantasy. It's got oh, three Oh, that's in Final it. Fantasy Night. Are, are you Zidane. thinking about the, Zidane? the guy yeah. with the basketball? What sort of thing is it? The monkey dude? No, you're. Oh, you're thinking of the one that Jay. What was the one you were playing that had? The guy's got the ball. The blonde hair guy, and he goes like, he's like, ha 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 ha. ha oh, that's ten. He <laughs> kicks the ball, right? Oh, that's a blitz people. ball. Yeah, 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 we're, yeah, think, yeah. we're thinking of different ones. Okay, it was nine that. Yeah, Final Fantasy wow. ten is the one that had that crazy. Nine was grid, the one before ten. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's such a big change. Mm-hmm. And then okay, so think of the change from nine to ten. 10 to 11, 11 was an MMO. Yeah, true. Oh, but... That's kind of a big... I mean... <laughs> that's a big jump. Yeah. The, the problem is when that MMO came out... Wait, was... No, that, I'm thinking of 14, right? Mm. 14 uh, is the newer MMO. 
Is 11, can st- people still play it? Yeah. I, I believe... Uh, so they had two MMOs? Uh, yes. Like, not including... Well, three. It's three technically, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Sorry. I'm Weird. trying to wrap my head around this. Sorry. Yeah. I'm not too... I, yeah, I guess I didn't Final know. Fantasy 11, and then Final Fantasy 14 initially came out, and then they literally, even in the lore of the game, just took a big, giant fucking meteor to everything. They're like, ah, everything's yeah. dead. We're yep. starting anew. And then that that game was called um, Final Fantasy 14, A Realm Reborn. And Realm Reborn. That's what's out right now. It's a little extra, I but... love that game. I kind of commend it. It's better to just kill it off than let, like... Because I hear that game is atrocious in some ways. <laughs> it's a little extra, bro. Yeah. A little extra, bro. I mean, I wish we were... I'm so pissed off that your guys' console choice is Xbox in mm-hmm. the day. Because if we were playing on, like, PS4... Three, PS3. We could have been playing Final Fantasy fourteen way earlier. Mm, uh, really? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I, I would not have been. Uh, I, not I, you. I I'm PC. talking about Jabo. We oh, used to play okay. on yeah. Xbox 360 yeah, all the time. And it would have been free too. I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have had to worry about that. Well, no, we'd have to pay subscription though. Hey, on PS3. No, to Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh, oh yeah, that would be an issue, obviously, for at least me when I was a child mm-hmm. because I was a child. Yeah, I got a lot of uh, Microsoft Point cards <laughs> as a kid. Woo! Gotta love it. That's amazing. Yeah, but no, Xbox Live Arcade had really great games, solid games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Castle Crashers. I played the shit out of. Oh, that, that was great. Marble Blast Ultra. Marvel Blast Dude, Ultra. I played Marble Blast Ultra yes. like a nonstop. Uh, Ma- uh, Mega Marble, <laughs> Gyrocopter. <laughs> I'm pretty sure like they took. I'm. I mean, I don't even know if you can even get to the store anymore. I'm pretty sure you can or some shit. I don't. I haven't tried in a long time. But usually, like you know, you can't get onto the Wii Shop servers anymore. Oh, so that's right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if you can do that. Oh, but that makes me sad. I think they took it off of the store after a while or something too, though, because I, I don't remember being able to get it. But yeah. I was never really looking to get Marvel Blast. You can get Blast. it for your PC now, but it it's like you have to find like a an illegal copy of it, sort of thing. Like, <laughs> and then and then have a, have a special thing that allows you to to run it properly. And it's just a big pain in the ass. Yeah, but you it's own, not worth it since you own the game on Xbox. It wouldn't be illegal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's how it works. Boy. That makes sense. <laughs> Make sense. Okay, all right. Let's just oh, think oh, with emulators. We have to talk about our other game. So let's talk about. Let's Our utter game. Let's utter talk about game. Borderlands. Borderlands. Right. So let's let's make a uh, let's make an announcement here. So so we had obviously Hypnospace is our game is of this was our game of the month was the game of the month and we're gonna talk about Hypnospace at the end of the episode here mm-hmm. and there's gonna be spoilers. So just letting you know if you don't want spoilers, you know don't listen to that part. But uh, we're also gonna talk about Borderlands because that's gonna be our new game of the month. Borderlands Ooh, 3. Yeah, and we've Borderlands been playing 3. it. Yeah, Borderlands 3. Uh, yeah. We've been playing it over the last, you know, week and a half or whatever. So do you guys remember what levels you are? I'm level 32 oh. or something just, like that. I just got to, like, 21. Yeah, Dalton's level 21. 50. I'm level 50. I beat the game. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, Dalton's a gamer. Um, but I, was, I have been enjoying it yeah, quite a bit. It's really good. Um, It's just... Uh, the gameplay is is good. The only thing that's making me crazy is that it's crashing my PC a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. But I I think that's well, that's just my PC's problem. Let's let's talk about. We're not gonna spoil anything. This is no spoilers at all. Yeah, no spoilers. First, first kind of impressions. Uh, when we do, we'll bring this up again. We'll talk about this game. We'll 
talk full story spoilers and stuff, uh, which we'll do with Hypnospace as well when we get to it, by the way. Uh, uh, we're going to just talk about the first impressions right now. When yeah. we come back to the month, end of the month, we are going to talk about all the in-game stuff. We'll talk about all the spoilers and yeah, everything. They- but long play experience of Borderlands 3, you know, mm-hmm. like what it's like to mm-hmm. just play it for a month because yeah. we've been really into it. We're enjoying it a lot. We'll see. I I I'm I'm pretty sure there'll be, but I haven't looked into it yet. I I need to look and see if there's any raid bosses because that's going to be cool if there is. I I I do want to talk about what I think of some of the bosses and the story with you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we're going to talk about, I think we'll talk about how the story is with Jabo. Yeah. So Jabo um, since you're the the not as far as either of us here in the story, yeah. let's talk to you about the story and what what do you um, what do you think of it so far uh, compared to like the other games? Um, just like without Borderlands Two, for example, uh, in comparison to Borderlands Two, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so <clears throat> my journey with Borderlands has been. I mean, I've played most of the games. Um, mm-hmm. The one I missed out on, and um, <clears throat> playing through this game, I can tell that I probably should have played Tales of the Borderlands, uh, but I, I oh, didn't. Oh, yeah. Of course. Um, yeah. And I am definitely missing some information because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I just, uh, I just, I'm, we usually play together. Sometimes some of us play solo uh, when the others aren't on, and, um, Dalton said he just pretty much watched some videos about uh, that. Just that just, just like silly bridge videos uh, on YouTube. Mm. I'm not sure which one. I do apologize, uh, but it did fill in a lot of the gaps. I originally was like when we first recorded this. Uh, there's well, we we won't talk too much about who is in the game because that's a spoiler. But there, it is a very heavy involvement. Um, uh, I mean, there's you. I think you can say that from the from the beginning of the story, you yeah, start seeing that there's some of the older characters from the other games in the mm-hmm. game, like Vaughn. Like, Vaughn uh, is a Lilith character. Is, if if you ever played the games of Tales of Borderlands, Vaughn shows up. Yeah, and he's he's like he's voiced by Chris Hardwick. If you know how Chris Hardwick sounds, you'll you'll instantly recognize that it's him. And yeah, you'll I always have no idea it. who Chris Hardwick is, but. I'm, uh, I'm out of the loop on that. Yeah, he's a he's he, a gamer. He's a he's a person. Um, um. Oh right, my 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 story experience with Borderlands, pretty much like, mm-hmm. uh, I think, uh, there's been plenty of uh, like good callbacks in reference to the old game, uh, in reference to Borderlands Two, mm-hmm. um, and also the pre sequel as well, but. Um. Yeah, it just uh, it doesn't feel like a direct sequel to Borderlands Two, and that's fine. Um, and maybe it's my fault for not playing Tales of the Borderlands, but um, I have liked what I've seen so far. I have not finished the game, so maybe it ties it all up. Who freaking knows? But uh, freaking knows. yeah, uh, my hopes are, my hopes are. Are, are relatively high. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think the, the story's fine. The writing, just the, like, general writing of characters in this game is kind mm-hmm. of fucking obnoxious. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, 
the comedy in certain areas too is just so like oh it's just fucking meme references and like just oh yeah that's a huge problem kind of boring shit that just isn't really as funny as they think it is i think the problem with some of the meme references is there's so many of these and they just like feel like they didn't put any effort into like incorporating them into the story or into the jokes very well Well, they just literally just insert them as if they can just it's like oh this is a funny thing put that in there put that instead of normal text uh, uh, well yeah I mean, I think that that method could be effective if the, the memes are relevant to the time you're releasing the game. But if you True. write the story three years ago, um, you know, it's it's memes are very relevant to what's current right now. Mm-hmm. You know, if they had released this game and it had an Area 51 joke in it, like that would be kind of funny because that's that literally went on over the past few days. Yeah. Um, but they just have a bunch of shit that's kind of outdated. I, um, I feel like they shouldn't have done that one though, because that would be very outdated. Because it was set to a date, so like a well, year but, from now, it'd be outdated. Well, yeah, but I mean, all of these memes are kind of outdated too. I mean, so. that's the problem with them. Yeah, it's the very nature that's, of memes. That's literally, the, the nature of memes. Yeah, um, but I, I think, I think we can all agree the gameplay is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I did want to talk about just my thoughts of the story and. Before I even would say anything of my thoughts, I think the strong points of this game are in the combat and the combat systems. Yeah. Um, they're very much kind of why I play the game. I think the gameplay loop is very much fun, but I think the story is... I I don't know how to p- compare it to the pre-sequel because I haven't really played that much of that one, but yeah. looking at the story as a whole... It's just such a letdown from two. I think Handsome Jack is way better as a protagonist. The guy who voices or, him is such a good an, voice actor. An antagonist? Or, or are you talking sorry. about the... He's, he's, he's the antagonist that thinks he's the protagonist in Borderlands 2. Yeah. And he's such a great villain. He's such a great role. I He's probably one of the most memorable vi- video game villains. Yeah, he, he's a very... Period. He's like GLaDOS level almost uh, of like video game villainy um he's he's someone who pulls off the dick bag who's very much charismatic you know yeah he's a lovable dickhead um yeah and i I, there's definitely not any other characters in like um in the new borderlands that i could really say are as good as handsome jack Mm -hmm. like the 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 two new twin villains that you meet pretty early on are just not they're not very they're not that exciting they're not exciting um, it's, they're kind of just, just annoying and they're, they're annoying and mean and like you can be mean but if you're mean you have to have something to balance that out i mean they just don't feel like real human beings um they're just maniacally crazy and and they're like and just unfunny they're like i imagine like just these like super unfunny girls in high school and like yeah they're they're very just non not as charismatic they're just kind of dickheads they're like 2007 social media influencers like wow. mm-hmm. incel dalton i'm just trying to think of a way to describe them because uh, they're just really annoying they're very much uh the characters are full of themselves they don't really have any redeeming qualities and they're very much, they always are sarcastic and never really have too much of 
interesting things to say. Yeah. I, I, I also cringe occasionally at the, like, you know, that, that influencer, uh, ah, uh, God, writing. yeah. Yeah. It's, the, oh, we're, it, it's just so weird that the setup is like, oh, we're the, they're basically following our fucking YouTube channel and we're posting videos of us killing and beating people up and our, our crazy cult, like all, every fucking bandit in the universe essentially has decided to be their, their cult. Um, yeah. It's strange. Children of the Vault is the new cult they started up and it's even a new gun manufacturer, which yeah, is, I, I like, really I like cool the guns. manufacturer. Yeah. Again. The weapons with, are with gameplay. But uh, yeah, and there's so many varied options when it comes to guns. Yeah, well, I, well it's just a vast improvement for Borderlands from any other Borderlands game. Let's let's stop talking about the story because I, some people maybe will like it, and there's some points that will make you laugh. But all in all, it the story's okay, but the writing is very much. Uh, if you've seen the the meme making a meme about the game about memes uh the one where it's the oh what's the guy uh bushimi yeah it's very hello fellow kids hello fellow kids and he's 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 definitely not a kid and he's dressed up in (laughs) a very much a a skater outfit but that's that's randy pitchford this time around yeah in this this scenario hello fellow kids but I assaulted a man at a hotel. But all in all, 2K released a great, fantastic yeah, game. Let's talk a little bit about the game. Uh, well, yeah, we, we got to talk about the gameplay. We got to talk about the yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just, I was just getting into that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, there's just so many quality of life improvements from Borderlands 2. You can yeah. actively move those barrels. You can hit them. Uh, My monkey. One of the classes in the game. Well, let's. Let's kind of just talk about. Uh, well, so there's four. There's, there's four new characters. There's four new characters. Uh, with obviously it's four classes. So there's a uh, there's well, the one I've been playing lately is Mose. Mose is the, um, the gunner. Yeah, she's the gunner, and she has a big ass fucking mech. Then there's um, I I'm trying to I'm gonna say this wrong I feel but Flack the is it the beast hunter I think Flack is the beast, the beast master. master. Yeah, but yeah, he's who I've been playing. He's extremely strong. He's incredibly OP. I feel his, his abilities are amazing. He he can. And he, has, he has a little pet with him you every can, time. You can choose a pet. You have like so everyone in the game. So we have Flack. We have Flack the Beast Master. We have Mose the, the Gunner. Jabo, you've been playing the siren. Yeah, um, I believe her name is Amara the siren. Yeah, Amara the siren. And you can do and siren ability. I can do. Uh, you can do a similar thing. The phase lock from the second game. Uh, you have a like elemental ability you can launch out, and there's also a, a ranged slam ability that you can yeah. that you can choose from. And what's the the operation? What what's the other guy? Zane, the operative. The operative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he and he's got. He can switch out the ability to have grenades and he can have two active abilities and he's got like a drone, he's got a clone of himself and then he has a shield that he can throw down. Um, and they're all really cool. I was mm-hmm. doing the clone and the drone. Clone drone. Um, I was using the shield. The shield boosts the damage and you shoot through it and it's so oh, nice. Yeah, is it is nice. really nice. Um, yeah, and uh, all the classes are pretty diverse. Yeah. They have cool builds that you can kind of specialize in. Like my current build on Moe's 
I, I just regen a shitload of ammo all the time. It's like 5% of my clip per second. Plus, every time I get a crit, I regen another 5% of my clip over like 2 seconds or 3 seconds. So, I, I, you know, I just basically never run out of ammo if I have a large clipped weapon does or it, large mag weapon. Have you tried it with rockets? Does it do it with rockets? Um, if it does it with rockets, that's I, insane. I do think it does it with oh rockets. Oh, my God. It'll do it with, like, You any... have to pick up rockets. You have to use those. <laughs> those I are, need... like, I've, I remember Borderlands 2. It's, like, the one of the best rockets people choose is the one that was, like, purple, and it would have a chance not to consume shots. So if you could regen your ammo, I, the thing that's is, is that crazy. if the clip isn't that big, it takes a lot longer to regen the ammo because it's uh, only five percent of the clip I, per second. I'm not sure which one you're talking about. There's just it. It was just not like a certain one. It was just if a pink, like one of the pink ones dropped. You know, there's not like a specific, unlike the legendaries. Mm -hmm. What are the pink ones called? The legend. I mean, what's the category? Uh, are you? You're not thinking of the epic. Oh, category. Seraph weapons. We're talking Seraph? about Borderlands too. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, I, I remember the pink rarity was. Seraph yeah, weapon. it was a Seraph weapon. You just would want to get a Seraph weapon to drop. That's what I read in one thing online. Mm. So maybe that's not the total truth. But yeah, there there are some good rocket launchers in Borderlands. Yeah, some fantastic. And I I think there's certain bot that you can get. You can get the older weapons. Like the Lydia, no, some of them. Lydia's yeah, Lydia's and a few not, returning not weapons. The, the bitch, yeah, the bitch. You can get SMG. Uh, what's the conference call? You can get you can get TK's wave. Oh, oh, nice. You can get. Did we say the bitch already? Yep. Yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw a thing that said the conference. The call. butcher, I think. Oh, butcher's cool. Yeah, butcher's. That's like that's super a great good. weapon. Yeah, I want to get one. Um, that's a Hyperion shotgun. Yeah, the um, and some of the new some of the new features that they added, um, they have crouch sliding now, which is very nice. Mm, that's oh, yeah. a very good quality of life update. Yeah, they have a you can ledge, uh, jump if you grab yep, a you ledge, can ledge, you can get a, you can ping grab. surfaces. Oh enemies, yeah, like Fortnite players, uh, mission objectives. Fortnite, Fortnite, Apex Legends. Um. You could switch the mechanic on the gun, but it's like sometimes certain guns have an alternate two different, fire. yeah, an alternate fire, and it's very diverse. Some of them, and I really like some of them they've added for some shotguns, and I think it's just for some torg weapons. I think it's a torg one. Yeah, I don't know if they're really kind of just based on certain manufacturers or if it's based on weapons as well. But the one of the torg ones is. Uh, impact shots and then sticky shots and on a lot of these on a lot of the Torg ones with sticky shots if they're like purple or higher purple's epic right purple's yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah if they have epic or higher it will the sticky shots if you hit an enemy with it it'll increase all damage that you do with that shotgun plus five percent i think what <laughs> that's insane it's what? really good and I if no i could idea. find a legendary one I, try, I think I do have one actually. You need a Lego. Yeah. No, I don't have it that has the sticky shot though. Yeah, the sticky shot is really fun. It's just, it, it's fun to, to pelt them with, with shots and like you see the crit and you know that explosion is going to crit after mm. you hit them with it. Um, it's the, just like a timed bomb. It's nice. A lot of the Maliwan weapons, which are the ones that are usually elemental, are, I think they're always elemental. I'm not sure. I think there's some that are non-elemental. Yeah, known for being elemental. I think there's like one non-elemental that's like a legendary, but I don't remember. Uh, 
But anyways, they, they usually switch their weapon types. I mean, their elemental types, which is really good. And that's like such a huge improvement. Yeah. Along with the fact that there's, on the same note, there are two, well, there's one new elemental. I'm still not used to the cryo being an elemental since it's from the pre-sequel and not yeah. a lot has come over. I do like the cryo. Oh, yeah. The cryo I, I is really it cool. It's really good. I, I think I beat the pre-sequel twice. But now there's radiation damage. It's brand new. And it's just kind of the... It's the other side of the coin, if you would say it, to... If it's two sides of the same coin, cryo being on one, radiation being oh, on the other. In what way? So, I... If... I Let's look it up. I can't tell you for sure, because someone no, told so me this. The way that radiation works is that you shoot somebody with it, and it... Uh, it radiates damaging energy to enemies around uh, the target that you hit with the radiation stuff. And then when they die, they explode into a cloud of radiation. And then cryo um, applies, I'm pretty sure, applies a slow effect. And if you hit them enough with it, it, it freezes the enemy in place. Or I think if you do a crit, it freezes them as well. But the, it's not their actual mechanics there in that sense, but what they're more effective against and what they're more resistant by oh okay oh yeah so i i'm i pulled it up here cryo d is is good against armor so yellow health bars weak mm -hmm. against shields blue health bars uh -huh. radiation is uh good against shields but bad against armor yeah that's what i thought yeah that makes sense but isn't it effective against health more than normal too is there was something weird about health with it in some of the ones i read is that a dalton fact no that's just something hetty said to me once I'm just asking a question. Well, I think you're thinking about um, corrosive. Oh, okay. So when when the effect is applied on the cryo, uh, the cryo will freeze the enemies on the spot and make them take three times uh, melee damage. Oh, there you go. Okay, interesting. So we haven't we we haven't really talked about the bugs and the glitches and shit mm -hmm. in this game. Yeah, uh, there's, there's a few. They are there's a very prevalent. Uh. And not to say, I mean, I'm, the gameplay's good, it's snappy, it's fun, the shooting's fun, it's more Borderlands, basically exactly what you expect, um, but there is quite a few bugs, uh, one of the big ones we've noticed is the, you remember the ring-a-ding-ding -ding quest, the... Oh god, yeah, so... So whenever you, like, pick up a side mission, and you go kind of near one of the NPCs that it is on the side mission, like, on that quest even if you're going to do something else. Sometimes they have a chance of just triggering some kind of like dialogue cue to do something, but... Yeah, like you're going to continue the quest at that location, but, yeah. it, but you know, if you don't, and you just keep going, if you go on, you know, they might continue to tell you to do that quest, even though you've, you've, you've gone on from that. So we went to kill this boss, and we had passed another location, which we had to like ring a bell. And she kept telling us to fucking ring the bell throughout the entire boss encounter. It was it was fucking annoying. Yeah, that is definitely annoying. Um, I I ran into a, a very very similar problem, but it was with a different quest, and um, it was Claptrap yelling at me about how I needed to slide underneath something. Oh yeah, uh, and I was like, oh my god, what <laughs> what is slide. this? How do I get it to stop? Slide. Yeah, it, I, that's that seems like. That's kind of a pain in the ass. I mean, it only happened one time, but it was definitely fucking annoying. Um, and I, I mean, it's just one of many other bugs we've come across. We, uh, 
for instance, there's one scene where you're in kind of the main home ship mm-hmm. and uh, you you basically you're putting get anti-grav, anti-gravity. Yeah. yeah, there's like an anti-grav thing that goes on on you. And if you happen to, if you're Moe's and you use your mech after that anti-gravity sequence and then you get out of your mech, you get stuck into this like weird position where you can't, you can sprint on the ground and and if you're not moving, you move at like a, if you're not sprinting, you move at like a really slow pace. So it's like you're you're walking really slowly, but if you sprint, you move, you sprint normally. But if you jump, you just like get rocketed into the air and, and you get stuck at whatever position you hit, like the ceiling is essentially. So um, you, and you can move around just through the air really easily. And it's the only way to get down is to do like this uh, kind of ground slam thing that you're able to do. Uh, and it's fucking, it's just a strange ass bug. And I didn't, I didn't even do it purposefully. I just came across it. Um, I, I tried it out one play playthrough. It's, it's really fun. It's really easy to do. And we were it, able to recreate it a few times. It goes away after a bit and it, you could sometimes mess, you could, uh, sequence break the kind of the story missions. So yeah, it's probably not the best I, thing to, I definitely watch out, <laughs> maybe try it out on a second or third playthrough, uh, the most infuriating one I've had is there was a mission I did where it was one of the final few missions, but not going to spoil anything. Uh, but when I was doing it, one of the parts, it wouldn't complete for the quest. Yeah. And the only reason that was is even though I was able to get in the area ahead of time and everything, I didn't go through the right door. Instead, I there was like a open, just in the same room you're supposed to go into. I instead just double jumped uh, into this open kind of... Uh, like a ledge. Like a ledge yeah. that's open in the building. And that just caused the quest just to not continue until I had to go all the way back. I, I didn't know what was causing this, so I just went through the whole thing again. But this time, I went to the right, and then an enemy kicked down a door. And I'm pretty sure, if, since I didn't get that animation, it paused my quest. It was It was not fun. Yeah, and it's just like... I mean, why were you even able to get up there in the first place? It's it, it's it very really goofy. much. It feels like the ledge grab thing was not. They didn't put the city. One of the levels they they put a little bit of effort into it, but for the rest of the game, we really don't use it at all. Yeah, there's like there's like little challenges you can do to grab up, but that's like the only times I could think of. It doesn't seem I don't know. I mean it's it's useful for traversing terrain and stuff, but it's overall doesn't really come into play that much. It seems a little bit buggy as well. Like yeah. it, it it feels like you have to get it at the just the right angle to uh make sure you can hit the hit the spot where you can hold what is it, E? It uh, it's it's well for keyboard it's like space. So, I think. Yeah, you hold space. But I don't it I don't know how other people will be playing it. I think it's probably like X or A for the other ones. I don't know. You're the guy playing console. Me? No, Dalton. Or I'm sorry, <laughs> John. Yeah. Um. Well, what's the button for PS4? It's uh. Apparently, uh, Sony came out and said it's not X. It's cross. Oh yeah, cross. Sony. <laughs> it's is cross. Catholic. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. X. Stop <laughs> it. They're they're goofy. I mean, that just might be their internal terminology for it. That's kind of my thought. Yeah. Like the, when they produce the controller, um, it might. I don't know why they would call it that, but 
It's a rectangle, not a square, you guys. <laughs> they're, oh my god, uh, they're illusions, Michael. Um, okay, fucking. Um, so what? What else? What else do we have about Borderlands? So we talked about that. Um, other than that, uh, uh, the only other things I could really think of saying right now, without uh, talking about it later with full spoilers, is uh, I I really do think the boss fight encounters are fun, and they added in a lot more customization to the in-game vehicles, which I enjoy. Yeah, as that well. is really nice. And the boss, the boss fights are very fun. Um, they usually have pretty fun mechanics attached to them as well, which is uh, very nice considering in the past, you know, Borderlands bosses have usually been like, ah, dodge the one-hit kill move, get yeah. behind cover, and then, you know, punish him by shooting a little bit, throw a grenade, hide again, use your ability. They're definitely pretty diverse this time around. Um, mm -hmm. And they, you know, some of them have more environmental hazards while others just kind of just do a fuckload of damage to you um and i haven't i i know i've seen some reviews and stuff where people are saying the bosses some of the boss mechanics are kind of cheap or shitty but i haven't really come across anything that's been like really super frustrating mm -hmm. maybe that i can think of we'll let you know if we do if we there, there's difficulty options awful. which is a first time for the borderlands oh yeah series. i forgot to there's say there's easy mode and then normal mode and, and but there's there's more to that than just that later on once you beat the game you get like a little modifier uh-huh um and it not only do you get like the true vault hunter mode which is the new game plus essentially but wait is this could this be considered spoiler no no you, you can see like this kind of thing before um, you even no, wait, no, I don't. I don't Start. know if you can really see it, but it's just basically you know how Diablo kind of has like ascending difficulties. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Um, it's really interesting. From what I grasp from it, it seems like it'll just like randomly like make its like one time maybe corrosive damage is is lessened by the enemies or uh, non elemental damage is lessened and other stuff like that just to make the game more difficult and are these modifiers on just like levels or like what what does this modifier apply to it, it would apply to just it would just apply to everything you just put it on and on your plane on your session it would just make things harder it really it just makes things harder it increases your chance for loot and stuff yeah Interesting. and the rarity of loot nice well cool um all right so i i think that's you know we're going to talk about mm -hmm. borderlands 3 more um at the end of our game of the month time uh, but for now, I think that's that's good. Uh, we're definitely enjoying that a lot, and uh, that's the uh, the uh, the game game club game of the month mm -hmm. for this month. So play some Borderlands. Get back to us. Let us know what you think. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, gonna cut here. Um, do we just want to do just want to do Hypnospace now and then be done? Sure. Okay. All right. Um. So, uh, speaking of the game club game of the month, uh, Hypnospace Outlaw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. that so, was our previous one, and we are finished with it. Let's um, let's first we're before we get into spoilers, and we'll let you know when we will. Let's talk about just a non-spoilery. Uh, Etho, what did you yeah. kind of just think of the game overall? If you had to like kind of tell someone. So, the. The game is 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 a, is basically a puzzle sort of mystery game that the mechanics for solving these mysteries are like internet, you know, internet mechanics. Like you're using a search bar and you're doing all this types of shit, mm -hmm. um, and you're just 
it's it's a great game and it's got a lot of a lot of content that you can explore that isn't necessarily entirely related to the story but it's kind of tangential to it and and reacts to the story over time because the game takes place over a uh you know over a long period of time Mm -hmm. and i mean honestly i think we should like you know there's gonna be spoilers from Uh here on out so essentially there's multiple time skips throughout the game and you you skip forward from like I think it's... It starts somewhere in, like, 99. No, it's because it's right before Y2K. This whole yeah, game yeah, takes yeah. place, like, a few months before Y2K to... Well, well, we'll talk about it in a second. So, different things that happen within the, the mm-hmm. hypnospace world basically cause, like, um, cause your headset to fuck up. And... and, and wait, the, wait, hold on. Let's, let's talk about just kind of, like, what happens in the game first to the story. Uh, so there's there's multiple time skips in the game, and essentially, you're, you know, I think it's the first one you get banned, or there's some kind of issue. Um, but you're like solving like online crimes. Like the first one is the gumship gooper, which is a copyright infringement. Yeah, and as you as you go through the game, you're unlocking more of them. Um, and one of them turns out to be, I think the the it's Dylan's like music page right that he oh, had oh, on the so, so there's like a copyright claim yeah and... they're basically illegally downloading and uploading music through hypnospace and and you you report the page and dylan's like why are you reporting my page you're really funny and he like takes you off as an enforcer yeah so then so you're basically not able to get into hypnospace for uh, you know mm. uh, like a month or a few months i think it was um but the between the the time that you were on it initially and the time that you were you know, you come back to it, a bunch of shit has changed and there's new things. They, they've, they basically altered the world. And so everything, all of the characters, all of the people, all of the web pages inside the world, they all react, um, to that, to the changes. Yeah. Um, and it, it creates this like interesting sense of, you know, people are reacting to the change and the new technology <laughs> and like, um, just the different things happening within the hypnospace world. And so it, it makes it re- feel like really alive. Yeah, um, it, it definitely feels like you're part of like a community. Like while you're, <clears throat> you know, researching these other websites, you just kind of see in passing these websites that that also come up while you're trying to search for what you need to get, like the information you need to get. And you're like, oh, I now I have to go visit this dude's webpage, and I I, I saw his his URL a few times when I was looking for you know so and so's information. But uh, yeah, it's it's definitely just I don't know, just such an interesting game, and you know I kind of have a theory that <clears throat> a game like this might not have existed if not for Papers Please. Um, I, it's definitely got that similar like kind of a UI almost, and like, and like hmm. gameplay wise as well, like cross referencing this information to um, like other sources and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just it, it is such an interesting storytelling experience and one of the things Mm -hmm. that it does really well is it it takes that kind of those ui elements and like that early 90s internet sort of thing and it and it it puts it to interesting use in different ways so like there's one point in the game where you have to you have to find some kind of secret message at the bottom of a page and the only way to do that is to use is to open another program that has kind of a window uh, through it like a transparent window and you you 
you put that window it's a big eye mm-hmm. you put it over yeah. the the secret message in it it finds it like you it shows it to you that way but you wouldn't be able to access it otherwise um and there's another one where the only way some of the pages are like encrypted and like they just look like gib- gibberish the only way to unencrypt them is to get the the virus software in the game and they have to get the uh advanced mode of it and it lets you read those pages it's yeah yeah uh, you have to put safe mode on on it hmm. And it's funny because once you get to the... Um, we should probably talk about the pre-Y2K event um, with the Timigan hacking. So, uh, like, I, you know, like I said, there's multiple time skips. And there's, um, you know, as these different people on the hypnospace uh, kind of interact with the world, it, it changes it. Um, in particular, there's this one character named Tim... Um, who causes this huge, like, he basically puts a virus in hypnospace um, that causes a bunch of, like, fucked up shit to appear on people's pages. But and it's, it's really just, like, a, a heart with, like, an eye on it. It's, it's, it's a yeah. shock image, but it's really nothing it's too like bad. But barely a shock image. It's causing the servers, or at least you think it's causing the servers to go really slow, and they're telling you, oh, this is bad, we don't want... Because at this moment, it's uh, it's the kind of Y2K scares happening. I think it's January 1st, 2000, when this is happening. Yeah, well, it, it no, it's the it's the night before the New Year. Like, oh, yeah. This happens on New Year's Eve. This mm. happens on um, New Year's Eve. It's like at 11, I think. Yeah, and uh, they, when, this, when this whole thing happens... Um, what is it they uh, they released the new update for the new like the new os basically like hypnospace 2000 mm-hmm. um and it's and it's unstable so it crashes well, no it's not even that it's i think it's the wait no you're right no yeah it's 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 like an unstable version and they just pushed it out basically mm-hmm. and so it 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 has this huge crash essentially and because the hypnospace like the headset is unsafe it ends up um killing a bunch of people mm-hmm. that were using the hypnospace uh headset at the time that the crash happened and um so the funny thing you come to find out is that uh as as the enforcer if you the more people that you banned the you actually save those people from dying yeah um, when you ban them from the platform if you're a narc you save people's lives there yeah it, it's 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 really weird it's a big kind of a big twist um but there's uh but this whole this whole minecraft thing kind of gets the blame gets pinned on, on this guy tim tim again is his username yeah who was just trying to impress a girl who that got he killed liked. through this whole thing too yeah she died too. she died well i guess did she die i mean no she, I think she died in mine did she always die yeah, she always dies. Oh. Dark Tiffany always dies. Uh, That's sad, and it's really sad because this whole thing is he did the he did something to upset this Dark Tiffany lady because they used to be friends, and this virus was really a thing they call in hypnospace a scary, which is like just like a jump scare. It'd yeah. be like it's like the you know the puzzle. Was it a spooky? Was it, it scary? Is I think they're called oh the scary. I thought those were the stories. Yeah, but that that counts as a scare. Oh, okay. You kind of read in Dark Tiffany where she talks about t- one of Tim's scares, and um, and the password for it was a nickname he used to call her because he liked her, and 
if, if you if you put it in, he has a little message he made for Dark Tiffany, but unfortunately, you were the one who solved it because Dark Tiffany was upset with him and oh, uh, sad. But yeah, you, once once that happens, you come back like, and then it's it's the current date that it is uh on the present, so it'd be 2019. Yeah, so and, and so ask or whatever year you're listening this from. You're part of this like after after the ending of that essentially, which is kind of like the main part of the game. You 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 become part of this like archival team, like 19 years later that helps to um uh like archive what's mm-hmm. left of Hypnospace because each each Hypnospace headset has a certain amount of like information downloaded to it like per, from all the web pages that it visited. Yeah. Um. So. So you're you're able to basically go back through that, and you're trying to find information. What you what you find out is that the the main uh, the main lady who put together the archival team is actually trying to find out uh, the truth the truth about the fact like the mine crash um, and the people who died because of the headsets, uh, and she wanted to know basically if you know if uh, what's the company called. Um, something soft merchant merchant soft thing i thought it's called merchant craft but I think no it's, it's merchant, merchant soft. soft so she wants to know if merchant soft essentially put out this headset without there being like you know while knowing that it could cause this issue where it kills people um and you basically just have to go through and you know look through the past um find find various things mm-hmm. you have to um, go you have to go to this uh, you have to go through a lot of Tim Again stuff. You found the the password log thing he had, right? Yeah. Uh, you have to find a big password list, and you have to use that eye that Ethan talked about. It. I think they call it the All Seen Eye. Yes. Um, and you find a site called Jinx, I think, right? It's like J One N X or something. Yeah, like that. I think it has something to do with that. And you go on there, and you could hear a bunch of postings, and uh, you find out that Dylan the whole time kind of knew uh they had a lot of people uh talking about how uh there's a like a bot a lot of bad things going on they knew that the mine crash is going to happen and kill people but you could find out and you can even see it of the day of that uh they censored them yeah and you have to go further and further and you find out that uh they had like doctors test it and it led to like it led to brain rot Whoa. Yeah, and and also like like people were were not getting good sleep while mm-hmm. using the hypnospace device because obviously you're you're sleeping while you're in hypnospace. Oh yeah, that's that's the thing. If you didn't know, is hypnospace is replacing your dreams. Yeah, and it, it, it's it's pretty interesting. I one thing I learned when I was playing the game is that the like apparently you basically just don't remember the the hypnospace experience very well it's like it's foggy like your dreams but um but essentially you you know you can remember certain parts of it mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty cool it's a very they they did a really good job with the writing and just making it like a, a a world that feels realistic and interesting and just like of the time it's 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 i i would take the setting as like if we if we had advanced, I mean, imagine if in the year 1999 we had advanced technology where we could fucking put computers into your brain while you slept, essentially. Like, it's, it's that's the world that the people in Hypnospace are living in. It's very much kind of like a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, it's it is like a kind of a Black Mirror thing. I mean, they they live in this this version of 1999 with this crazy advanced technology. 
and it's it's really cool um mm-hmm. i and this just the writing is very good certainly a unique game very yeah, yeah absolutely very in the world the world building that they've put together is is just very fun uh if I had to issue one complaint on the game, I would just say the ending just feels slightly anticlimactic. Uh, yeah, I could agree with that. Kind of wish there was, I don't know, something a little bit more fulfilling, but it's hard to put into words because this game is really good. It's like my favorite game of the year for sure still. It's it's definitely, yeah, it, it's, it was a lot of fun going through. Um, and, you know, it can would, take up a lot of time. It's It's, it's, it's pretty in depth, and and the, some of the puzzles are really difficult to mm-hmm. solve. So, um, just getting through it, you know, can take you a while. But uh, it's it's very rich in content and like like a, you know like the world building. Um, I wish I, I wish it would have DLC. I, this is a game that I wish would get. Yeah, that support. would be nice. I mean, just another like another chapter. It kind of explores some of the the time after you know after the the mine crash and everything like that or even do like a, another time period would be interesting like early 2000s would be kind of cool too yeah definitely um but yeah i think we have anything else to say on hypnospace i guess that would be really fun game <clears throat> super fun super fun super unique love it um it, yeah it's just we had a great time playing it uh, great time trying it out we played it on stream a little bit um and that was just fun time Heck yeah. So um definitely check that out. Pick up Hypnospace if you are interested. It is on Steam. Um I think I'm pretty sure it's PC exclusive, but um it's very, very good. Um all right, well I think that's pretty much wraps it up for yeah, yeah, for yeah. today's episode. PC Master Race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember PC y'all play Borderlands, that's the game of the month. We'll talk to you about yeah, what we yeah, think we'll, of everything, all spoilers and the late game. Yeah, definitely we'll talk about the late game when we come back to Borderlands 3 and um check out our YouTube channel, uh DSV Plays, Dual Screen Vision Plays. We're going through uh doing some Skyrim right now. We're gonna be playing some other games here soon. Fusroda. 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 Um, as well as uh the other uh ah. other portion of this podcast, uh, just dual screen audio. My brother and his friends. Uh goofing around doing fun shit they're they're always up to something so definitely give them a listen those goofy boys so it's, it's these faces you're making at each other um we're not all making right. any faces we're faceless beings well we love you we'll see you later uh i'll give you an open mouth kiss <laughs> open mouth kiss <laughs> all right welcome to dsvp i love you i love you i love you goodbye <laughs>